Entrepreneurs Start Here helps you bridge the gap between now and what is next. We embrace taking action and leaning into your community to grow. Explore the ins and outs of being an entrepreneur and what it takes to truly start through candid interviews with innovators like you. This is the Entrepreneurs Start Here podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Entrepreneurs Start Here podcast. You're with Owen and Quinton, and today we're going to be talking about a very exciting topic, one that I have been looking forward to for a long time, and that is New Year's, new resolutions, you know, hashtag New Year, new me type of stuff. Uh, and just like everyone else, we're not going to stick to it, but it's exciting to talk about it, and uh, that's what we're going to have for you here today. So Quinton, how are you kicking off the new year? Oh, with, uh, with COVID, <laughs> honestly. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but uh, that's how I ended my new year. I've never gone to bed before midnight in my living memory, but I did because uh, I had a little mild, little mild COVID over the holidays. You're also starting the new year off with a fib there because I have seen you go to bed before midnight and it's every time you try to drink. <laughs> okay, well, that is an exaggeration first. And secondly, I've never gone to bed before midnight on New Year's, is what I meant to say. So, oh, is what you meant to say. You yes, and not 9.45 p.m. on the on December 31st, 2021. Uh, that's how I closed off my year. <clears throat> but that mean, meant I woke up, you know, nice and refreshed for 2022. So, Yeah, I imagine that must have been a productive day then. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Not bad. Just a couple of days ago. And now Monday, first Monday of the new year has been actually a really productive day. So yeah, all in all, starting off pretty well. How about yourself? Well, as you know, I also had COVID. Yeah. Um, not too bad, though. Um, I guess, yeah, like you said, this being the first Monday of the new year, January 3rd, this has been kind of my New Year's resolution putting into action day. So I like last year, did 5 a.m. wake-ups as one of my New Year's resolutions, which is always a favorite of mine when I can get excited enough that I can actually do it. So I woke up this morning, did 30 minutes of reading, had a nice breakfast, a workout, a little run, a little pull-up session, calisthenics. Since uh, mm -hmm. Legally, I'm not allowed to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, thanks, Ontario government on that one. But uh yeah i mean then you know walk the dog clean the room did all my laundry got my room organized meticulously i really come at it with some uh, good habits here for the new year so pretty excited about that hopefully i can report back in a couple weeks and say my productivity is increased by a great deal but well it sounds like yeah it sounds like it might be when were you done i'm wondering if you were done all that by the time that i got out of bed this morning when were you done that uh well I got a lot of like the workout and the reading done like right right away, but I probably wasn't done all the errands and stuff. I ran until you know ten thirty or something like that. So. Okay, cool. So I was well out of bed, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember you uh, did that that last year too, and uh, you kept it up for a decent amount of time. How long did you do your five a.m. wake ups last year? Well, probably not not crazy long, like six weeks or something like that. Six weeks. It was like mid-February and then I was in 6.30 for a while because I thought that might be like a more balanced way to approach that habit. Yeah. Because it's still beneficial and then gradually that kind of fell away to 
the sad state of affairs I was in there most recently. <laughs> you you are that kind of person. You do live at, a little at extremes. I I feel. Yeah, very. Swing, swing the pendulum quite far. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd be able to. You know, make that that abrupt of a of a shift in my wake up time, especially. I find the sh the abruptness of it, the ambitious sort of lofty goals, are the only thing that inspires me to actually take immediate and effective action. So I need, you know, I need to have like the hand grenade of like the exciting 5 a.m. wake ups for however long I can make it last to motivate myself to actually get it done. If I just go, you know, I think I'm just going to be a socially conscious citizen and wake up at 7.30 every morning and just put in a little bit more effort every day. You know, it's not exciting. It's not, it's not <laughs> cool. It's not flashy. It doesn't fire me up. It doesn't so spark funny. joy, as great Marie Kondo might say. <laughs> That's so funny because that would be exactly how I approach things were very very different in that sense i guess yeah i don't know i guess i'm weird saying that i just need the uh spark so. i guess yeah i guess you are i guess you're weird i, I guess am weird. yeah i think that's probably the diagnosis <laughs> centric weirdo well it's good to know oneself so i guess starting 2022 off with a little more knowledge of yourself there you go yeah yeah there i go then maybe you can uh figure out how to stay up after 9 45 and actually have some fun <laughs> i will i will work on that for sure that could be one of my new year's resolutions uh how would i put it staying and not being the first one to go to sleep uh at a party an event yeah that'd be good that'd be a good new year's resolution for you I don't know if that will help you with your productivity because that's kind of my big problem, but <laughs> yeah, there's a trade-off there, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm actually trying to do the Quinton McKinley bedtimes here. Um so are you're not doing any uh serious changes for, for the new year? Um I, yeah, I was thinking about it just because I knew that's what we wanted to talk about this um today for for the podcast. I I don't necessarily make New Year's resolutions unless there's something really jumping out at me, you know, like I don't do it for the sake of doing it. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure. I guess so. The one thing that I will probably do is not buy anything with. OK, so hear me out on this, <laughs> not buy anything with uh like chemicals for the okay. most part like as much like organic with the, the diet plan well yes food, food diet and also you know products like oh, okay. yeah like you know skincare and hair care and toothpaste and you know all those sort of things like try but to you have an organic toothpaste it's not very tasty compared to the crests you know 3d white but yeah. I appreciate, yeah, I definitely don't know where you're coming from. And I support you there. Yeah. Yeah. I, so for context, I guess, so last, last year, my New Year's in 2022 or 2021, my New Year's resolution was to not buy any clothes. They're like, no, yeah, no clothes. I didn't buy any clothes. Is, so, have you been a chronic buyer of clothing? I don't have no, no, I wasn't, but I, and because I don't really care about that stuff, I was like, well, why am I 
bothering to spend any of my money or effort on that. Like I've been buying clothes now for 25 years. I have plenty of stuff. Like I don't need to buy anything at all. So I just made it, I don't know. I just made it a rule for myself for 2021. I'm not going to buy any clothes. And I, (laughs) I, I made it, I did it except for all the way up until like five, this is, uh, this is very shameful, but I will just, I will tell you anyways. Um, I, all the way up until my Christmas shopping, it was like December 20th, hadn't bought clothes all year. Um, went Christmas shopping, saw this pair of jeans that I loved. It's this brand called Yoga Jeans and they're Uh, a Canadian made brand like their factory is here and everything and they're like really really good quality jeans I have a pair that I've had for years and uh and I saw this pair of jeans and I wanted it so bad and I didn't buy it um but then yeah December 21st or whatever it was I went back to the mall specifically uh that next day because I could not get these jeans out of my mind and I had to have them and I went and I bought them. You um, could have just bought them, you know, today. <laughs> I should have waited. So, close. so no, close. I know, I know. But I uh yeah, I thought about it and then yeah, I bought them. So I almost made it through the year. Um but I think I will continue that as a general general rule because it was really no problem to not buy any clothes although my friends were kind of annoyed with me sometimes when we were shopping and I was like they probably came across like I don't know stuck up or something like "Ah, I'm not buying any clothes they're like come on just loosen up a little have some fun and I couldn't be peer pressured so until I peer pressured myself at the very end of the year so that was my resolution last year so I'll probably continue that one and then add on to that with not buying uh, anything with like any any sort of chemicals in it for the most part. Well, it's funny that you mentioned the clothes thing because that's kind of the opposite of one of my New Year's resolutions. Mine is, involves a section where I was thinking, you know, taking my clothing more seriously. So I actually went clothes mm. shopping as part of my, my New Year's plan. I figured COVID lifestyle was kind of getting me too used to athleisure. I felt like Mark Zuckerberg, like walking around in my disgusting Nike track pants for the third day in a row. Uh, out of bed and like sit in front of my camera and like put like a polo on for my my you know call or whatever so I think I've decided I, I actually went out and bought like two two hundred dollar pairs of pants I thought you were gonna say two two hundred dollar track suits <laughs> no no I'm not an athlete <laughs> guy I'm, I don't know, I'm wearing the, uh, the merino wool turtleneck today and everything I'm trying to pick up the style and act like you know I have to go to my office because I think that that is an important psychological sort of switch for me um, is being dressed properly. And, you know, I did notice that. Desk. You do look yeah. quite dashing today. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I wish the audience could see how dashing I look. If only. This is a podcast. <laughs> we'll have to move to YouTube with your to showcase your new fashion. Yeah. What if I just become like one of those like fashion channels? Like you just start doing like hauls. Like this is what I got at the mall today. Kind of. <laughs> You won't catch me doing a haul. You will not catch me doing that. Well, you need to buy something, I guess, in three days to do a haul. So. Exactly. Yeah. I could do a reaction video to your haul if we were going to. Maybe do, like a, you could like you do a plant store haul next time you go to the plant store. That's usually okay. <laughs> That should be one of my other New Year's resolutions is to stop buying plants because I can't find any other space for them. 
I really yeah, can't. The amount of plants you have in there, I'm surprised there's not like seven cats also. Uh, Definitely no cats. Uh, that's, I'm a, I'm, I would say I'm a dog person. So yeah, no cats, but lots of plants. Don't you love the fresh air in my house though? Yeah, Cleanse and the, the humidity check that you showed me has actually been on my mind. Yeah. Oh, have you gotten a, a humidifier? No, I haven't, but I'm going to. It's, it's on the list. Maybe we could go humidifier shopping. I'll, I'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, a humidifier <laughs> haul. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Yeah, but I mean, with with resolutions, um, I don't know. That that's as far as I've gotten with my resolution. I I do think quite often about what I want to change in my life. Uh, and so I, I feel like I'm making resolutions with myself quite, quite often. Um, but New Year's is a really good time to do that just because everybody's talking about it. It kind of reminds you, oh yeah, I should check in with myself and what I want to change and who I want to be this year. So I don't think it's limited to uh, New Year's resolutions and they can be definitely corny, but I think it's great. Why not make yeah, new resolutions? Well, they make, yeah, they, they get a bit of a bad rap because I mean, yeah. if anyone who's gone to the gym regularly knows like January 5th, you like walk into the gym for the first time that week or whatever, you know, when you're done eating hungover. Um, yeah. You go in and there's like 500 new people you've never seen before at the gym and by like February 1st, none of them are ever back again. Yeah. So I think like people just see people trying to use the New Year's resolution, not actually sticking to it. And it gives New Year's resolutions a, a bad reputation. But I actually am a firm believer that New Year's is a great time to do resolutions. Like you said, I'm always doing resolutions with myself. But I do find the New Year is kind of a particularly easy time to find inspiration for it and actually stick with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's worth doing. At least it's been helpful for me. Yeah. And to the people who go to the gym in January and then just stop, like, the, at least they went to the gym in January I guess if they weren't going to the gym at all and then they go a few times in January like there's no harm in that as well the harm comes where you never stick to the promises that you make to yourself which is probably a whole other thing like that yeah I think that's a serious topic right there like you you do literal damage to your yeah. discipline every single time that you let yourself off the hook or something like that so I think it really is something extremely important to avoid you know, yeah. self-deception and those sorts of things like that's really I guess what frustrated me most about sort of like the negative cycle I thought I've been on recently is you know lose that you lose that momentum but then you kind of lose the degree to which you hold yourself accountable yeah um, and it can really like spiral downward more than just the negative outcomes of not sticking to those goals like yeah rather than just losing my attendance at the gym I lost my, my ability to hold myself to that and a million other things so that's why I've been trying to do like a real hard reset for New Year's so I've been planning out for a little while yeah well I think um well I learned it from Jordan Peterson I think I don't know who first said it but um it's so confidence or self-esteem is keeping the promises that you make to yourself and so I think if somebody's constantly making promises or saying like yeah I'm going to start going to the gym or yeah I'm gonna not buy clothes and then buy jeans um like these things they do really wear down on your like sense of self 
worth and self-confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely they do. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really do. So I think what you're doing with um, recognizing that you're not in a place that you typically are or like want to be and then making these like drastic changes is really like to me that's like setting yourself up for uh success because you're changing your whole environment and like it's like if you lay your workout clothes the night like lay them out the night before it kind of sets your environment up for success like those sort of things um because you can't I don't know if you're fighting a lot of battles in general you might as well not fight your own battles of your own environment like make make it easier for you to pick out nice clothes if you like have these nice clothes that you bought that make you feel more productive and then you know yeah absolutely I think that was one I actually was hoping we could talk about a little bit is environment design it's something that I think people don't often think of like you want to create the environment where the cues that you know the cues that trigger your your positive like I guess they call them habit triggers sometimes I forget that gentleman's name oh yes you're right yeah um not coming to my mind right now but I, I remember reading that book and watching some of his youtube videos and i thought that was actually a really one that really resounded with me it's just like creating an environment that has triggers for your positive habits and does not have any triggers for negative habits like if you're trying to eat healthier you shouldn't have any unhealthy snacks at all you know like a, a lot of the time you're not even thinking of your unhealthy snacks you open that cupboard because you're hungry and the first thing sitting there is the chips ahoy cookies you know that's probably not how you should have designed that habit you take that further if you want to do journaling have like a spot on your nightstand where your journal and your nice pen that you like sits and yeah lay your workout clothes out the night before and have your closet meticulously organized you know, no point in having it obviously a clean work environment a desk your computer area having that meticulously organized is helpful for your productivity there but then don't have you know the mess hidden just stuffed in your closet if you're trying to look nice have your you know nice clothes laid out, hung up on the rack, the stuff that you wear most often and get rid of the stuff that you don't want to wear. Don't have a cluttered closet, mm -hmm. don't have cluttered drawers, be kind of minimalist, only have a few nice things that you use often that like you say, make you feel good, feel productive. Um, and I guess, so I've really tried to create that environment that's gonna make it easier for me to pursue these habits as a fundamental part of my, uh, my resolution here. So that's why, I, focused on having the, you know, the laundry done and cleaning my room and I meticulously organized my dresser and my closet and everything like that. So I'm trying to get off to a good start here on Monday to make it easier to keep this going, going yeah. forward. So totally. I got the workout clothes laid out already and everything. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And like with what I was saying about the no chemicals stuff, uh, to paint a picture, have a whole bunch of just like products, like, I don't know, lotion and random deodorants and like whatever hair spray like spray products stuff like that I have all these things that I've always had forever and I don't like throwing things out like I I if you came to my house I don't think I like I wouldn't say that you're you'd say I'm like a hoarder or anything like that um like definitely not to that level but it really like pains me to throw something out if there's still potential use for it um but I just I had all these things that I didn't want to use like if I was putting on like this random cream that I knew was full of chemicals that was that the um the negative effect of that was strong enough that I actually like threw out pretty like full bottles of different stuff but I did that so that my environment was the way that I want to 
it to be like moving forward and I couldn't just have all this clutter and like reminder of how I've behaved in the past I guess I don't know if that's dramatic um but just to yeah make make the right environment and let go of things from the past and same if you're trying to eat healthier uh you might have this really nice brand new box of Oreos in your cupboard but if you really really are committed to eating healthier just throw them out or I guess give them to somebody who will enjoy them without it compromising their own goals and and new year's resolutions um because it's really yeah it's really important so really might as well it's the new year you might as well feed into the stereotype of or not stereotype but feed into the cliche and uh just you know go all for it clean your room clean your house clean out whatever you need to clean out and yeah I think I think environment is just like it's 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 way more impactful than uh you you think day to day uh these little things yeah that though that way of thinking about it with the triggers uh, you know having your so much of your action is unconscious right the stat they often say it's 80 percent or something like that 80 mm -hmm. percent of your behavior is subconscious not on a conscious level you're not choosing to do these things it's just kind of like the way your brain chemistry or whatever carries you around day to day like a lot like obviously you can be more mindful and you know meditate and practice working on being more you know mindful and conscious of what you're doing but generally speaking we fall back on these subconscious habits so having ways to manipulate your subconscious ahead of time to sort of trigger the behaviors that you want it to take the behavioral pathways that you want it to take makes it a lot easier like no matter how strong you are when you're there when you're conscious when you're thinking about your behavior it's hard to you know drive be in the driver's seat consciously 100 percent of the time so make it a little bit easier make it not a battle of your conscious willpower 100 percent of the time make it easier for the subconscious behavior to match what you want your conscious behavior to look like mm -hmm. and making the environment is uh, in my like you know modifying your environment is the easiest way to, to do that in my mind yeah and i think it's really worth anybody listening that's trying to accomplish something in their personal life or their relationships or your business or your work or your schooling or whatever your fitness whatever you're working on uh, just take the time and figure out what sort of things you can change in your environment to make that easier for yourself like you might as well make it easier for yourself to accomplish your goals like there's no there's no downside to doing that like give yourself that gift uh this year and the other thing uh beyond setting up your environment right is i guess on, along the same vein i guess is if you can give yourself i i, I don't know if there's a word for this oh and you'd probably know you know when you're trying to you give yourself like a small reward for doing something or like you you pair something you don't really want positive to do with reinforcement them. yeah po yeah positive reward i think they call it actually like, yeah pair something that you don't really want to do with something you do like you know like something like that so like for example not that i don't want to do this but um i i try to use duolingo like for spanish i've oh, nice. just since i took spanish in university um just one course but i really liked it and i just want to you know keep it up a little so my habit is that i i do my i do spanish for whatever 15 minutes in the morning when i have my coffee so i'm like so looking forward to my coffee as you know um and then it's just like the 
the routine of doing my Spanish while I drink my coffee. Um, so like pairing that makes me do my Spanish like almost every day, literally almost every day. And I, there's not, there's very few things that I do every day. I'm not one for crazy routine, um, but coffee and Spanish on Duolingo are, are two things that I do just because I'm always going to have that coffee. Um, coffee and a cigarette? Forget it. We got coffee in Spanish now. Coffee in Spanish. You can do all three if you if you need to. That sounds like your uh, your style. Yeah, that could be good. I think that could have like a certain aesthetic to it. You got like coffee. a figure. He's like standing outside his like nice car, drinking his <laughs> coffee, smoking a cigarette. Then you should like the ding. Porque. You know, you can, maybe more like try maybe uh russian you could go for russian wear your turtleneck Ooh, yeah you're reading like dostoevsky with one yeah. hand and smoking and you got your little duolingo russian on there reading yeah yeah no, that's, there that's you go yeah you can add that to your new year's resolution yeah, i'm gonna have to write that down I'll you can jot that down yeah grab your pen i was actually drinking my coffee at 5 a.m this morning kind of thing like, i feel like i should have something to do right now i was just kind of like on twitter kind of like enjoy my coffee to wake up a little bit but maybe i'll actually go out and add the uh some dueling one could be a good idea because i've tried and failed to get into dueling yeah i uh yeah i i like i really i really like it i don't like to be on my phone in the morning like in the social media sense because i do get really distracted i'm really easily distracted i i find um but yeah, it's such a nice, it's always a nice morning. I like look forward to getting up and doing that. So yeah, I've been doing that for quite a few months now. And I recommend it. If you can kind of pair something that you want to try to add into your routine with something that you really like as part of your routine, like that's going to set yourself up for for success. And you could you can get creative and do that in tons of different ways. Like if you're thinking about something you have to do for your business or for work um say you have to answer your emails maybe every time you do emails you also i don't know light a candle that would be what i would want to do i don't know what you would want to do owen to make emails probably not light a candle more bearable you could like play a certain type of music or whatever whatever floats your boat yeah actually as i think about it now i i'm looking at my to-do list from my you know 5 a.m big monday productivity day and mm -hmm. almost every single thing is checked off but the one that i'm procrastinating emails and client edit Ooh, so, yeah the admin something to, to pair with that maybe music that could be a good idea yeah music um what else could be good let me think um so i've mentioned this person on on the podcast before we were talking about podcasts that i listen to and one of the podcasts that I listen to her name's Lauren Everts and she every time she does her email she goes to the foot spa and you and I were going to go to a foot spa not so long ago so I know that you'd be down so maybe you could go find a foot spa Wait, every <laughs> time she does emails she does a foot spa yeah well she bat like she time batches so she goes I don't know if it's every time she makes it seem like it's every time she time batches and she goes for whatever two hours once a week and goes through all her emails that's pretty cool i think i might look into that one you should send me some material there because if i was just doing my email once per week i just feel like it'd be hard to do with the job that we, we do that that is true yeah her her job is a little bit different she's an influencer she's definitely in charge of her own 
time and schedule, whereas we would have to, you know, make sure to answer people relatively promptly. But you could do so it looks like the flip spot might be out. I've got to come up with something to pair with that. Maybe the music thing, I'll, I'll try that one and report back. Yeah. If I think of anything else, I'll let you know. Or it's like something, I don't know, some drink that you, like my my morning coffee, that's one. I don't know. You don't like coffee quite as much, though. You just drink it for the caffeine, hey? That's right, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mind a good cup of joe. Yeah, it's not, nothing crazy. It's not, no, maybe like bubblies. But the the bubbly, is, I was going to say. Yeah. But then if I if I only have my bubbly when I'm doing emails, then that's not nearly meeting my bubbly quota. I'm drinking about <laughs> a case of those every two days. Yeah. So, you have to be answering a lot of emails. Yeah, that's true. You, instead of, maybe that's like, actually a good thing. I should be answering a lot of emails. The fact that I'm answering <laughs> emails about as often as your podcast would print probably shows that I should do that more often. <laughs> you'll have you'll start communicating with me through email just so you have more emails to answer so you can drink yeah. more bubblies. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that'll do. I can't can't put bubbles on the line like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll we'll have to think on it. I guess another one that I'm thinking of, as far as uh, you know, helping me with habits is the certain things you really don't want to do. Um, mm-hmm. Reinforce that habit by starting, like that hit that trigger moment. So for me, like if I don't want to go for a run in the morning in January, I get my you know running outfit on. I get like the Under Armour going in the put on the running shoes on and I open the door and I close it behind me and I lock the door. Mm-hmm. There's like that the habit is formed or the habit dies in the first five minutes of action or less. Mm-hmm. So if I'm getting out that door and lock it behind me, I'm not going to then mm-hmm. you know, go back through the door and deal with the shame of having to shut that down. So that, you know, activity has like a specific trigger. And if you get to that sort of point of no return, whether it's tying the running shoes or you know walking out your driveway or whatever it is like just go out and start and even if you do give up and you go back inside and you don't end up doing the run you've still kind of started creating that habit and i think that that's something that helps me specifically with the running because the running running is my least favorite of my important habits that i'm trying to cultivate i, I like that so cool. yeah and yeah it is it is tough to to just start, um, but that it's kind of like, so I'll use, like I was saying with getting COVID, like the the fear was way worse than the sickness for me. Like, you know, two years of all this fear in coming out everyone, not just me, but everyone from all angles, uh, it was way, 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 way worse than the sickness itself and I think that applies to so many things in my life and probably in other people's lives I'm probably not the only one but like the anticipation or like the thought of doing something like you're like oh my god it's so cold out am I do I really want to run like uh my I don't know my hands are gonna be cold my my face is gonna be cold the tears would be streaming down my face and freezing (laughs) if I was running in in the winter um but it's once I actually got out there once you actually get out got out there this morning it's probably not that bad right my hands were pretty cold maybe it was horrible but I get some 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 running mittens or something because generally I was fine but the hands I didn't it's been a pretty mild winter here as as you know yeah, um, yeah. So I was a little bit shocked when I, you know, it was about like 
500 meters into my run and I realized it was clearly like minus 20 based on how red my hands were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that'll normally be the case because normally I'll be more prepared. Yeah. Just, so yeah, it's been so mild. Like, hand warmers. But yeah, the like the the thought of doing something is almost always worse than actually doing it. Like for for me, like making a, a tough phone call with somebody, like if I have to make a tough phone call, I I typically put it off because I'm like oh my god it's gonna go so bad and once I finally do it it's really never bad at all never that bad at all yeah phone calls for sure that's one I I procrastinate on you get stuck on it for whatever reason it's just like a sticking point like you're sitting there and you know you've got these like four phone calls to make you don't want to make yeah you're gonna let that like I don't know I find when you let a sticking point catch you it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier where you're like breaking the promise with yourself and it does some damage beyond just like it's not just that you didn't make those four phone calls when you thought you were going to do them and the consequences that you know you get that done 20 minutes later when you should have like you I don't know at least for me maybe it's a discipline issue or something but it can really derail my momentum for the day getting stuck on anything like I really need to explode through any difficult task or else it really can like something that I'm putting off for 20 minutes can cost me two hours of productivity absolutely yeah and also if I have 10 things to do and one of the like they're all pretty important but one of them I really don't want to do if I get nine of the 10 things done but not the one thing that I really didn't want to do I feel like I did not have a productive day because I know that there's this thing that I still have to do that I really don't want to do so maybe 20 rule maybe the ultimate new year's resolution is to stick to your (laughs) <laughs> resolutions whatever they all are or let me put it a better way because that's kind of a that's kind of obvious but I think yeah maybe having more resolve in general like sticking to what you want to do in general even if it's really small could be the first new year's resolution and then you can think bigger and think bigger like you could really yeah that actually kind of brings me to an idea I've been playing around with. I saw it on a youtube channel I would shut the guy out but I don't know I don't remember what his name was, mm-hmm. but his New Year's resolution was to do like a stick to itiveness sort of challenge for every month of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was kind of just trying to find some motivation for the 5 a.m. thing. And I was clicking on the little videos where the people do the 5 a.m. wake ups. Yeah. And this guy had done, he did 5 a.m. wake ups for January. And then February, he had like ice cold showers every morning and just like, you know, a different thing. And I guess his philosophical thinking on it was. I mean, each of these habits in their own right is good and can trigger other positive habits throughout your day. Like, you know, there's nothing more. Like, cold showers have value. Running in the morning at 5 a.m. has value. Um, but more so, he was kind of flexing that, like working out that muscle of holding yourself accountable to, you know, your promises yourself, building your self-esteem, building your confidence through actually successfully. You know what I mean? They say, like, habits are a muscle like anything else. Like, you'd be working out the habit-building muscle. And I, I can only imagine, I guess, how good that would feel, like sticking to my five and wake ups, and then having like a new thing after that, and after that, and after that, and building up that momentum year after year, um, month after month. Like I, I imagine that that would be the opposite of the self-loathing you feel when you've not held yourself to your, your resolutions for a couple times consecutively. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I will take it one, make it one step easier for somebody who's trying to you know, be better, that I heard a story, and this was in a book, let me see, 
if I can remember this person's book. Um, so the story was what exactly what you're saying. Uh, okay, yeah, How to Do the Work, Nicole LaPera. That's a, that's a good book. It's pretty, it's not an easy read, but uh, she talks about this woman who she worked with who couldn't stick to anything that she ever set out. Like she always, I think it was, she was trying to lose weight. She could never stick to a diet. She could never stick to actually exercising. She, it like got into her mind and that made it worse. And so the, what she did was her one, her thing that she stuck to was having a glass of water every morning. And once this person did that, she had a glass of water every morning, uh, her life changed. So that could be a really cheesy or like a clickbait um, tagline for the episode, like have a glass of water every morning and change your life. But really it was, it was all it was about was actually just like sticking through, like, yeah. Going through some, building up that muscle. Of, yeah, uh, just going through with a promise that you said you were gonna, do like it and it's easy and then everything else can build on top of that because you know you can trust yourself to do that one thing and then slowly you can trust yourself you feel like you can take on more and you trust that you're actually going to go through with it which makes you go through with it and yeah that you can start with that so if if somebody doesn't have a new year's resolution maybe they should start with one glass of water every morning before their I coffee. You chug a bunch of water before my coffee every morning. It is a good habit to have. Nice. Nice. Regardless of my wake up time, maybe you know, to hydrate in the morning. Yeah. Good. That's a good foundation. Maybe it changed my life. I just never realized it. Yeah. Well, I think for this particular person, she needed to start with like super basics. And then for, and you can build on that. So if you already do that, you think of something small that you don't do yet, but you should. And start with that build on that and yeah go from there yeah so i guess the main lesson you were talking about is sticking to those resolutions so for all the people who are saying you know why wait for new year's i do resolutions every day why wait for new year the answer is because it gets me hyped and then i stick to it better <laughs> that's that's why i wait for new year's you know it was already like mid-december and i hadn't had the traction going so i was planning out the, the new year's resolution Yes. Uh, and since it's past the new year and we don't want anybody to wait another year before working towards the life that they want, uh, the next best time is literally right now to go and do whatever it is you want to be doing. Um, you don't have to wait for tomorrow. You don't have well, to. You know, you can even do February 1st if you really need to. If you need to, if you're like, it's, oh, it's and you need some year. sort of. <laughs> I can empathize with like wanting to have a date. Line mm-hmm. the sand, you know. So pick a date, and then from what we've talked about, you know, you you've got to stick to that date. You have to follow through on that promise to yourself. So, if you're going to promise yourself that on February first you are going to get up and go for a run, then get yeah, I advise you go out there, write down, do a little journaling, talk about your environment, think about your environment. What are the triggers that hurt you the most? What can you change? that will affect these differences in your behavior. Um, What are the most important behaviors you want to cultivate? What are the most important behaviors to drop? Most important habits to, you know, both build and break in your life. And uh, I guess create those kind of personal goals and important to be constantly reviewing and adjusting them based on on how they're going. Uh, 
I think, yeah, that's, that's the key. It's a good summer, summary. Yeah, so I don't know. Those, those are my thoughts on New Year's resolutions. Those are my New Year's resolutions. Uh, do you have any other ones? Yeah, I got a lot, actually. I'm not looking through here. Well, I, you know, I have a, a new dog. Yeah. So, How's the yeah. dog? Dogs get getting bigger very quickly, growing quick. You know, the bat actually told me maybe 80 pounds. <laughs> no, it's not. This tiny little puppy. Um, but I, part of the kind of 5 a.m. thing, I'm doing like a run, a workout, and then I do a cool down, walk the dog, you know, kind of after breakfast. It sort of makes for a nice part of the day. Um, so I feel like, you know, having that dog to care for is actually, I, I mean, people were telling me, like, don't do it. You know, it's so much extra responsibility, blah, blah, blah. But it, it has been good, like someone to bark at me at 8 a.m. if I don't get up before 8 a.m. <laughs> go outside and, you know, like look at the sun with my eyes, my Zoom screen damaged eyes. Yeah. Um, so having that added responsibility has been, has been cool. Um, yeah, I guess okay. I, I'll talk about that. I've got a huge book with a list of all the stuff I'm doing for. Me. Well, you know what? Actually, on that, that's setting your environment up for success like if you want to wake up early if you want to get outside more go for a walk buying a dog makes you accountable so i think we were talking about this in the last episode actually something somebody to hold you accountable uh something like that like that is setting your environment up for success so if you know you're somebody who isn't going to show up for yourself necessarily but you're going to show up for your friend or you're going to show up for anybody else in your life because you're so selfless and wonderful um, but if it's just for yourself, then you're not going to do it, then schedule your gym session with your friend. Or if you are trying to, you know, learn a new language, then do it with a friend or get a Spanish teacher or whatever language teacher. Like, that's something that's a good one to point out, too. Like, part of your environment is you can set yourself up for success to follow through on, like, your own promises if you're making them also to another person or a dog or I guess uh, along that line of thinking uh, at risk of leaving new year's resolutions or resolutions in general talking about like life design or something mm -hmm. um, I think one thing that affects a lot of people my age that I see and you know I don't mean judgmentally but just like systemically people are withdrawn from a lot of the things that would have once been you know just sort of would have occurred naturally in the lives of young people like a lack of community atomization yeah um, a digitization of life like i guess you kind of reminded me of it with your guest spanish teacher but like joining spanish classes like joining community groups and finding activities out there with other people i feel like whenever i you know when when, when my groove is off and i start actually just participating in things with other people i start going to the gym with a group of friends I take classes at the community center. I go to the boxing gym. I, you know, I, I find all these community groups that involve other people. A lot of the psychological problems that seem so important sort of seem to slip away as you fall into the natural life. It's sort of like removing the chemicals from your cleaning products in your home, but like the chemicals of mo modernization, I guess, on your social <laughs> life as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. We've talked about that a lot, and I totally agree. I yeah, I think, I mean, if you think about a community, oftentimes now that your community is online, which is fine, I suppose. 
but you're right. It does take away that like, oh, I have to be at the boxing gym at 7 p.m. tonight because people are there waiting for me. It's yeah, like, my coach oh, is I'm getting ready for a fight. I've made a huge commitment to these yeah. people. You know, these guys are going to be watching my fight in the crowd. You know, that yeah. was a real game changer for me. Like you can be part of a boxing forum or like chat. I don't know what you do <laughs> online, but you could be part of something online that everybody loves boxing for sure. And you can talk about boxing um, all day, every day if you want to, but you can also never, like you can also just never log on there again. And it also, and it doesn't matter either so that it is it is different like with everybody being so online like there's plenty online but it doesn't mean you have to be there or show up for yourself or for anybody else um so there's not yeah it doesn't hold you accountable in the same way so yeah you're right showing up to uh you know a class yeah i guess it kind of comes back like not you don't always have to test your willpower your willpower is a expendable resource like you can't run out of it mm -hmm. um so finding things that you know instead draw upon your extrinsic motivation like you want to run join like a running group then it's not always a matter of willpower it's the extrinsic motivator that you're like you know draw from different buckets of your of your mental energy and strength rather than just constantly having to test your willpower against the tide of every single habit you want to build especially because if we circle this back now it it means you will show up for what you're trying to do more and then that will give you more confidence which will um push you further in life and you will naturally start to take on bigger and better things and continue to be successful with them so there's no shame in getting getting help with you know sticking to stuff or being part of a group and not doing it all on your own because it will it will improve your life and you will continue to develop your yourself and your habits and and all that sort of stuff so I'm with I'm with you there yeah I, I think you know very inspirational words um I guess we've covered a lot of ground here but I think that was <laughs> a good new year's episode so everyone listening uh happy new year's I hope 2022 brings you much joy and success. Um, feel free to reach out if you have anything to add. We're going to be maybe circling back on this topic for, for next week's episode. Um, let us know what you guys think. But thanks once again for joining us, and we'll, we'll see you guys on the next one. Yes, Happy New Year.